The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Welcome back to an all new episode. Today, I have a very special guest. I have on one of my very, very good friends. He is the dad to my goddaughter. I have on Bo Clark. Hi. Do you say that you always have a very special guest? But I do. But today's actually a really special guest. You are very special. Very, very. We're having a little cocktail in the afternoon. Yep. If this feels like really fun, we haven't done this in a really long time. I haven't done this in a really long time. I did it with Randall and Jax. That was the last time I, I had a microphone. Well, it like podcasting, but like like hanging out and oh, having a cocktail. Yes. I know we have I mean, haven't. for obvious reasons, because you're a dad now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there has been a pandemic and all that nonsense, but like... And I haven't wanted to leave by myself. What do you mean? Because I just don't want to leave the baby. So it's like, usually I can't go out by myself. I mean, I can, I just don't. You haven't just craved like just being alone and having like quiet time. Oh no, I get that. Oh oh, no, Hartford's great. I get like a lot of alone time, especially once we lay her down, Stas and I kind of do our own thing, but yeah, no, I get alone time, but I think it's getting out to like a bar or a restaurant with some friends. I haven't done that yet. Oh, no one has. Well, yeah, some people have, everything's, you know, things have opened up now and someone in California, Los Angeles. We're not, I don't think we're purple anymore. Oh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know about that, but I mean, not really. Well, my birthday is in like two weeks. So this is the second, my, my second birthday in COVID. I was just about to say, are we going to have like birthday number two in COVID for you? Oh I no. Think, right. Remember when we just got back in town and it was like, no one had any freaking idea. We were all literally six feet apart <laughs> in my <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> so I don't know who knows what we're going to do. I got to do something. I want to do something, but I, then I don't really care to do something. But okay, so you are in love with the babes. Oh my God, yeah. She's such a good baby. She's so cute. But I, I feel like she, she's very chill. Like when she cries, she just is like, eh. She's like my little Velo, our little Velociraptor. She's like, <laughs> what, like, what do you feel like anything like intrinsically about you has changed? I mean, for a really long time, I was just like, just didn't seem real. I would have her in my arms, knew this was life, knew this was a child I created it just still didn't feel real. So really? yeah, I just don't know what it was. And, you know, I talked to other friends and they're like, it's the, you're the dad. That's your, you know, that's how you feel. I mean, sometimes, you know, what you, you didn't raise her in your belly, so you're not going to have that instant connection, but sometimes moms don't have that instant connection either. Does it make you feel sad or like, no, no, okay I mean, no, that? I was totally fine with that. Like, these know. are my feelings. This is how I yeah. feel. Like I understand this, but also it's like, she's a newborn. She doesn't do anything. She looks, <laughs> she looks through me. It's like when I was younger and I wanted to talk to this really hot girl, she just looked through me. So maybe I'm just <laughs> bringing up old memories of just, and, and putting them on my daughter. Past but, traumas. <laughs> yeah. But now it's, you know, she's almost eight weeks and the last two weeks have been great. She can hold her head up. You know, she's locking her legs. She's got her personality. So now I'm just, it's just, just came over me. It's just like dad life, dad mode, dad jokes just arrived. Actually, I've been practicing the dad jokes for a while. But but do you feel like a part of you's dead? (laughs) No, not at all. I feel like, I mean, a part of me feels like a part of me has been dead for the last year. 
you know what I mean? Just because <laughs> me I haven't too. been able to do anything. Oh, same. So taking like well, taking okay. the, the I don't COVID mean that in a negative way. way, but like, you know, you live how many years just as you as a person, an individual, and now you have this baby and like, you know, life will never be the same, but it's, it, it's enhanced. It's better, but like, it's not the same anymore. Yeah. But I mean, what does me going to, to the bars all the time and hanging out no, and doing whatever I want, no, like I just that mean, kind of stuff. I just or? mean like every day waking up and it's like your thoughts and the way you view yourself when you look in the mirror and how you think about things, you know? Oh, of course. I mean, of course yeah. they changed. Yeah. I mean, like, kind of things. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they changed and I, I'm not scared of it. I embrace them. I think they're great. I'm, I, I think a lot more about death now which is weird. Like what happens if I would die? Mortality. What? Yeah. And I never used to, or, or my God, like sometimes I, like when I hold her sometimes and I, if I pick her up over like a chair that has a sharp corner or like just even anything. And I think about, Oh my God, like a quick thought goes, what if I dropped her? And then like, yeah, it's dark thoughts, dark thoughts. But like, when I think about that, I get nauseous, like to my stomach. And I would have never thought that I would ever think about that. Like one of my friends I saw on their Instagram, um, their, their son went to the hospital and just reading, reading that I started crying and I started getting really emotional because I was thinking about that. What would happen? You know, I have the dad thoughts now. I have the dad heart of the dad sensations and the emotions and, and they've changed and it's great. I'm, I'm embracing it all. I was going to ask you if you had like, or what was the scariest part if you had any new fears? So that answers that. I mean, I have fears every, yeah, I have fears every day. It's, it's like, especially holding her, every, everything. And when I'm walking, when I'm driving, it's, it's fear, fear, fear. I would be too. I'm already scared of a lot of things now. I think just because of my own things that I've been through, but like, I'm constantly scared every day that I get in the car, that I get in a car accident and I don't have a baby. So I'm going to be yeah. a disaster <laughs> I feel like when I have kids, but Ooh, I feel like you and Stassi have like a good parenting Tag team. team. Yeah. yeah. With our, with our sleep schedule, she sleeps amazing. We, we have help with, um, we were like really blessed to have a doula a night nurse. So she's already, you know, since day one, we've, uh, sleep trained her. So Stas has the, the night feeds and then I have the waking up in the morning and then like give her the bottle of the pump type of feel. So we're just back and forth, changing the diapers. Sometimes, you know, I'll help. It's just, it's great. It's literally everything we do. It's like, we do it together and we don't have to really say anything. We just know how to do it. But again, we've learned this from our doula because, you know, the hospital doesn't give you any fucking advice about what to do after you leave the hospital. It's like ridiculous. It is. It's like, okay, you have the baby. They're in there. I remember we went in and they're like, oh yeah, they're like, see ya. (laughs) And we're like, okay. If we didn't have our doula or to like show us, I would have been like, I wouldn't know, I really wouldn't know what to do. That is really scary. But I feel like, well, cause now you and Stassi are married too, but you guys are just, you guys are just a good match in general. I think so. Yeah. So you're married now and married life you love. Yeah. I Does mean, it feel yeah, like you're married? I just wanted to get married before. Cause I always thought when you got married, it would be it would, on the birth certificate. It shows, you know, the baby's name is to a married couple. I didn't realize that you have to put your like birth name and your like natural name. So, but also I wanted to, you know, I wanted to just do old school. So when she's born, she's actually born to parents to like a, you know, a married family. And that was just like a thing that I wanted. So that's why, you know, I wanted to just do a quick little thing in your backyard. Yeah. We're still going to have the wedding in it Italy, better. but we just don't know when. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you technically are married. You got the baby. So there's no real rush. The world is yeah. There's no on way fire. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to freaking wear a mask for 12 hours. No hell straight. no. There's like I just no. It blows. But you and Stassi, 
you guys are a match made in heaven because listen, I've known Stassi for a really long time and she's had some terrible relationships. <laughs> Not all her fault. I won't say that, but I just, I just knew that it was going to take a certain kind of guy to, you know, be with her. She needed someone that was going to like compliment her in ways, not to like to deal with her that she's not anyone to have to like deal with. She's amazing. She's wonderful. But I remember at the Grove, I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again right now. Time and I at the Grove and we were sitting at the Italian I restaurant <laughs> and we look across the bar and there's this guy, this bearded fella with tattoos. And I was like, Tom, look at this guy. And he's like, oh my God. I was like, should we ask? No. Um, I was like, are we doing a threesome right now? What's going on? I mean, the way I'm setting up sounds like that. I was like, I was like, no, I'm like, for some reason, I just feel like he's a guy that I could just see with Stassi. I don't know him. And then some friends show up that we, we know. And like, you're talking to them. I was like, wait, wait a minute. We know him. Three degrees Kristen, of separation. We got to set up this guy with us. And then, you know, the rest is all history, but it's it makes me so happy. Years. This summer will be four years when I met her. Time really flies. Before you know it, Harper's going to be like six. And oh my gosh. I can't wait for that too. I know. I know. But I just, I love you and Sauce together, but I also love you. Thank you. I love you I too. Feel, I feel like my impression of you is that you like give zero fucks you're very confident. You kind of have this, like, you're not a goofball, but like, you're like, you're fun. You have like a little bit of life of the party kind of vibe. I you. try to be silly. I try to be silly because life is, you know, it's silly. You don't so, take yourself like serious. No, I don't. I don't. I try not to. Have you always been that way? I feel like I have. And then also being in LA for almost 20, God, 21 years, like I stopped giving a fuck because so many people like try to push themselves to try to be someone else that usually is not like, authentic and I just wanted like authenticity with yeah. friends and people and just wanted like good light around my friendships, you know? And, uh, and so I was just like, I don't have time for this bullshit. So I just don't really care. I feel like it's something that comes with age, but like, Oh yeah, definitely. It wasn't like I was came out here at 20 and I was like, Oh my God, look how wise I am. No, I, you know, it's like being in this great city and with all the diversity here and growing and meeting and growing and failing and meeting and growing and growing, <laughs> I, I became, you know, who I am now and I'm still growing and, and, you know, still figuring shit out, trying to give more zero fucks. All right. I'm going to interrupt really quick to talk about a very important subject to me, which is shopping online. Don't we all love shopping online? I shop online all day long. I buy my toilet paper online. I buy everything online. We all love to shop online and we've all seen that promo code field that taunts us at checkout. And we all love to save money. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to fit your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. So imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll just watch the prices drop. It's like magic and you literally don't have to do anything but click a button. I've been shopping on Walmart and next thing I know, it's like, boom, $30 off. 
of like my cleaning supplies and toilet paper. And it's just like money back in my pocket, which I love. I also love to buy makeup. I shop on Ulta. I've saved like 20 bucks on, it's like getting free makeup. I'm wondering how much money I've wasted not having honey that I just am so happy that I do now. And I'm not the only one. Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. That is so much money. And I know you want to save some money too. So if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. And it's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something I don't use. So get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash love me. That's joinhoney.com slash love me and happy shopping everyone. All right, back to the show. Do you care about people's opinion about you? I didn't used to, but then ever since, you know, getting on Vanderpump and the the followers and stuff, the more and more trolls and nastiness that people say, it's like, it started to like chisel at like what things like just everything. Just like, I remember when I first met Stas, it was like, Oh, he's just trying to get on the show. Oh, he's just like, you know, he just wants to, you know, build his career or just, you know, just like shit like that. And I was like, that's not true. I'm like, I actually really like this girl. And, you know, and it was just more and more crap. And, you know, and, and it was just like, I would read DMs and it would just like, like, oh, the awfulness, you know, just of like what, what they would say of just like, you're disgusting. I remember someone wrote an article, like how, how dirty I look and, you know, I look like a homeless man and, and like said all this other stuff. And then I found the, like the writer and then I'd found her Instagram and I'm like, her husband looks exactly like me. Really? And I was like, did you respond to her? No, I didn't something? respond to her, but I did, I did post her, her article on my Instagram and, and I was like, thank you. That's amazing. But it's just like, just things like that, you know, it just really started to break down like my, uh, I just start feeling sad about it, you know? And so now I kind of do start to give like Fs. Like I haven't, I don't read my DMs anymore. I, like I don't read many comments anymore. It's sad. That's what you have to resort to because you want to feel like, you know, you can engage with people because if they follow you and they're liking you and there's a lot of people that are supportive. It's, it's, oh, sad. No, there it's is. yeah, because there is, but, but this is also the sad thing. Like a friend of mine goes, you, we're at the, we're at a Rams game at the Coliseum. He goes, okay, so there's like 90,000 seats. So imagine you have 90,000 followers and then just those two people up in the nosebleeds are saying, you suck, you suck dick, but you're affected by that. But look at all these other people that are here for yeah. you. And I'm like, you're right. But this is what also I think we do as humans. We sit there and we dwell on the negative rather than focus on the positive. And I've been trying to like, you know, really Why do we dwell. I don't know, especially with COVID and we're stuck at home. I've been digging like a mental, mental, like depression almost in, in, you know, in my head of just self-sabotage when all of a sudden it's just like, what am I? I'm like, I need this. I need this to happen. I'm fearful of this, fearful of that. And it's like, you know what? Why don't I open my eyes? Look, I have a home. I have a lovely wife. I have a child. I'm so thankful. I'm so blessed. I have great friends. I'm so blessed. I need to look more at the blessings rather than the things that I don't have and the fear and the people that want to hate me or want to say shit. You know what I mean? I try to do the same thing, like take inventory of your it's life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean like when you, cause it, it's so easy to like fall into that trap of just like self-loathing and fe- feeling bad for yourself and just like, you know, it's pit of despair sometimes it's cozy in there, but, but you know, then you got to pull yourself out and take inventory of your life. And it's actually hard. Even if you like, 
even if you have like everything and you try to be like, okay, well, it could be worse. It is really difficult. Yeah. It's such a weird, such a weird thing that as humans, we do that. It's so easy to go click right into darkness and it's so hard to strive for light. It's almost like fast food and healthy food. It's so easy to eat that fucking donut, but I can't sit there and like, you know, eat some quinoa to save my life. I know. That's why when I look at Kristen Doty and watching her eat broccoli, a bowl of broccoli, she's like, oh, it's so good. Wasn't it like like cabbage with salt too? Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) she's part rabbit. (laughs) She really is. Well, did Stassi ever like give you, cause I mean, she'd been through it for a while. So did, was she like, did she prepare you for like, listen, this may or may happen. Well, when I was, when I said I wasn't going to join Vanderpump and then I did. Well, no, but just, just like how people can be awful. No, she didn't prepare me for that. (laughs) I I wasn't prepared for that. Even like, even, but then I had someone like my guy friends go like, you didn't know. And I was like, no, I didn't know. Like the famous people that I follow on Instagram, I never get on there and be like, you're an idiot. You're you like, you know, or that's not as bad. Because you're like a normal, healthy individual. Right. I'm like, (laughs) I'm not going to sit there and talk smack about someone. I don't know. I was not prepared, but also wasn't prepared for like the great things too. You know, there was a lot of great like things that I've experienced and really great people that I met. And I had like a lot of fun. Even you, you went on tour. That was great too. And you that would was get fantastic. on stage. You guys would get on stage. Fuck. And, oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to, I don't want to like rub it in, but like. Oh, no, I just, I couldn't believe I, I actually did that. Was that ever scary getting on front of stage in front of like a ton of people? Like I love performing, but like you would be doing like a play or singing. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Casamigos, because that oh, helped. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that helped. You know, the first week we did that, it was, I was scared shitless scared shitless. And then it just got picked up and picked up and kept getting more and more people and more and more people. But then it just became fun. And I felt comfortable in my own skin being up there. And it was awesome just seeing all these cities that I've never been to, uh, meeting all these great, great, great people. Yeah. I just had such a really great time. I hopefully you guys can do that again and maybe it can be you stossing Hartford. That would, Hartford I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? We'd like, we'd make it like a rock show about like fam, like the talking family, about family stuff. I don't even know. You guys should have a family band. <laughs> that would be so cute. I'll get her on the drums. I want to ask about like vintage bow. Cause I mean, I feel like I know some stuff, but maybe not everything you were born in. So I was born in Florida, but then I moved to Italy until I was born like born as Sil- Silvio Bardetti. Silvio Bogie Bardetti. I love that name. Would you ever go back? Fuck no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And then you moved to, you moved around a lot. Yep. Okay. And then, but with each new city, there was an, a name. Well, then my mom rechanged my, my name uh, when uh, she divorced my birth father and got him out of the, um, he left the country. I feel like there's like, there's like a movie like that. Like if father, mother and son Not duo. Not without my daughter. <laughs> like you guys are like a... A con duo. We're oh, conning, just friends. <laughs> not, <laughs> not really. It was like new city, new name, same guy. I lived all over Florida. I lived in Nashville and Austin and Europe for, you know, till I was four. And uh, yeah, so when I was in Austin, like I, my name's Casey. Case, everyone knows me as Did Case Did you have there. like a different personality? Were you like, Casey was kind of more like it was, this? It was seventh, eighth and part of ninth grade. So <laughs> well, it was I know like, you were younger, but like, I, like, I would imagine... I feel were, like it was the same. I feel like if I was younger and I was changing my name, I'd be like, I think I want to be a little more like alternative with this name. 
Well, I mean, I was I moved, like, I was like, you know, into like MC Hammer and, you know, TLC when I left for Austin. And then all of a sudden I go to Austin and I get into like skateboarding and grunge. Loved Austin. It was great. Um, still do. And, you know, but then I got into like, you know, Nirvana and all that stuff. And then before my ninth grade year, she took me back to fucking Florida. And I'm like, you don't just do that. I spent two good years here of middle school. I have friends. I have a freaking, you know, long hair. I'm into like, you know, r- like grunge stuff. I'm not going to go back to that freaking swamp. So of course, like <laughs> half, halfway through there, I go back and I'm going to this preppy school and I'm all in like, you know, I look like a goth grunge guy, but I'm still the same. But now I'm like moody. I'm like, I'm grunge. And so like, did you change uh, your name? No, I had to go back to Bo and it was weird. Because oh. everyone knew me there, but everyone knew me there back from like fifth grade but as Bo. So I was like, okay, so now I was like getting used to getting Bo. But yeah, so I was like a little grunge, gothic punk rocker in ninth <laughs> grade. And then I ended up prepping out and, you know, being a yearbook photographer and going to like class trips and shit and getting like school spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that glow up for you though. Yep. <laughs> Let's take a quick break to talk about some self-care, specifically skincare, one of my favorite topics, but I have been feeling dry. I mean, reptilian, flaky, scaly, just gross and uncomfortable. And I needed to just find something that was going to bring my skin back to life because you got to take care of the whole body, not just the face. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I'm so happy I found Osea. Osea makes clean, safe skincare products since 1996, and they're vegan and cruelty-free, responsibly sourced, plant-derived ingredients, good for your skin and good for the planet. Female-founded, family-operated by a mother and daughter team, which I love, and their products are beautiful. The packaging, these glass bottles, they look gorgeous on your counter, gorgeous in the shower, and it is completely elevated my showering experience. It is like a spa. Let me tell you, I go in with their salts of the earth, body scrub all over, and then I shave everywhere. And then when I get out while my skin is still like nice and warm and damp, I take the Andaria algae body oil, which is just what the doctor ordered for me. Holy moly. It just replenishes, moisturizes my skin, just what it needed. And I'm left with just like this silky, beautiful, smooth, glowing skin. There's no residue, no greasy, no stickiness. And I'm going to be so summer body ready. (laughs) But let me tell you about this Andaria algae body oil. So what it has in it. So besides the Andaria algae, it has acai pulp, and Babassu seed oil. So Osea soaks the hand harvested Andaria algae in barrels of oil for six months. And then you're just left with this like luxurious, rich body oil that smells like, it smells like a summer day, like citrus and passion fruit. And I cannot recommend it enough. So today you can try Osea risk-free for 30 days and get free shipping on orders over $50. And they even send free samples with every order. So get 10% off your first order with my promo code LOVEME at oseamalibu.com. That's 10% off with the code LOVEME at oseamalibu. That's O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com. You're going to love it. All right, back to the episode. Provence for a while. My mom like went to college out in Provence for a while in France and maybe Switzerland. I don't know. I have all these like random photos 
again, I don't remember any of that shit. Really? I don't remember That's anything. That's a shame. And my mom's like, maybe you suppressed it. Like, I, I remember everything, like, with my dad, who my mom married when I was six. But I don't remember much of, like, the Europe stuff. Like, I see a photo, and I'll be like, okay, cool. And that kind of becomes a memory, but I just don't remember a lot. I remember when I went back when I was 22 and met my family again, my birth family. For some reason, I haven't studied in Italian forever. Like, I just knew how I, like, understood things because I was speaking it fluently back then. So that was that was interesting. But I don't remember a lot. That's a bummer. I mean, it's not a bummer because I just started new memories. I mean, okay, I don't mean like a bummer, but like, I feel like if I lived in another country, I'd want to like have memories from there. Well, so, but also when you're like, you know, five and, you know, you know, up to five years old, it's just like, I I don't know, just never did. Yeah. Like, what do you think is like the part of your life or like, is there a years, a certain years of your life that you feel like have been the most influential of your life leading up to today that kind of like, you're like, this is who I am. There's cool things, you know, it's like, I feel like, you know, spirituality has been a big thing for me. So it's kind of like, you know, getting baptized when I was 19, but then getting into like, kind of, I guess, I don't know how to say it, but like in churches out in LA, they're just a little more casual. They're non-judgy. They're you know? alternative. I don't want to say alternative, but it's just focus on like love people, love God. And then, you know, in Florida and, and Nashville and Austin, it's like, these are places where it's like, I didn't know any gay people. So you had the stigma of what gay people were, you know, and then, yeah. And then coming out and it's like not stigma, but just, you, I just, you just had no idea. And then coming out to Australia for college and I was with, um, uh, this girl who was on a, like a ballet uh, scholarship or something. And I met all these gay guys and just became great friends with them. And, you know, it's, it's the sad of like what our surrounding areas say, you know, especially what's going on in today's world of like, you know, like what, pe- what parents and what, uh, what your outside surroundings say about people. But I was like, oh, wow, these are gay guys that they're not trying to have sex with me. Oh my God. You know what I mean? But that's literally when, yeah. I'm, when I'm 18 years old and I'm coming from these, you know, these, I feel like non-progressive types of, of areas. It's like, you just didn't know. And from that, then I moved to LA move into West Hollywood, you know, and it's just like, I got very involved in, I feel like, cause I've had those, like, cause I knew about the, like the, the way Florida was and Nashville was uh, regarding that I wanted to change and like change my mentality. So I just dove into, you know, the gay community with as being like an ally and supporter and, and just having friends, uh, you know, for the last, you know, 15, 18 years just being a part of that. So that was a huge moment. I feel like for, for me of just with growth and, understanding and, uh, kindness and fun. And the fact that I'm out of West Hollywood now just makes me really, really sad because I, I, I do miss everything about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's just right over there. I know, but it's like being in, being in it, you know? Yeah. When, when it's right outside your door, I mean, I feel like I lived in West Hollywood for so long that I'm perfectly fine not living in there anymore. Cause it's just, it's hectic. <laughs> it's, I wanted to learn a bit more about like What's inside your heart, Bo? Yeah, well, I'm, what's in my soul, inside my heart is, um, you know, I, I love people. I love good talks. I love getting drunk and having like really good, deep conversations and hope that I remember them the next day. <laughs> um, I, I love people that Same. talk about, I don't know, like just things that are are fun. <laughs> I like fun. Who likes fun? I started thinking of that, that old dating show that was on the eighties and they're like, I like fun. So if you're a girl who likes fun, come along for fun. Well, oh, was it the, um, they put it, Ellen put it on like a really long time ago. It was like the 1980s, like videotape dating, uh, tutorial, like f- dating apps. 
this was like back in the day you would get like a VHS of like um, men and women, like just talking about themselves and then you could call them. And that's how oh you would do blind. God. That's how you do like original, like match.com. Wow. That's how the things were. I was going to ask you if you ever did any of those dating apps. I, I, I was on Raya, but I just kept going. Like people got messaging me and I was just like, are they messaging me? Cause I went out with one and it was like, Oh, I was like, Oh, cause I work in casting and you're an act. I was like, Oh, eh. and I was like, that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> um, and then just all the other ones, it was, I felt like it was that. And then when I did the search, I was just like, ah, I don't, I don't know, man. I feel like I have like a, I have a good game and I just, I, I'm so bad at just meeting random people that aren't in my friend circle. Like I need to have someone in my friend circle. Cause it's so awkward for me to like, I always love a strong girl who can like come into my friend circle and like, if I go to the bathroom or go make a drink, she's not just sitting there in silence. They can hold their own. Right. Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. So, cause I can, if it was reversed. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah. So I never really did those, those dating things. I'm sure they're great. I know so many friends that, you know, have done it and they, they two are married. Yeah. I never did. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. I was with Tom for that well, long. I don't think they, I don't think they were around. They weren't. <laughs> no, I think the old fashioned way is good. Meet them through a friend pre-vetted, you know, they're no, you know, they're not a psycho or they're going to chop you up in your sleep or something. Yeah. Or just, you know, f fuck boy and see you later. Did anyone ever recognize you from your commercials they ever did? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've gotten a lot more like lenient about talking, like letting people know. I know, about but that. it's so cool. Well, I just I think did. it's really cool. Well, I just don't talk about it. Cause I mean, it's like. Bo's been in a lot of commercials, everyone, but he's like so modest I just don't about tell, it. I just don't tell people. Why? Why, Why don't you? I don't know. Cause it's. It's literally, I randomly got into it while I was working in casting and the money was so good. Why would I stop? And people are like, do you cast yourself? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't do that. But, <laughs> if you but, could, um, you would, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Cause then that's so, that's so unfair. Oh yeah. No, that's so unfair. Like to this, the, uh, I'm like, this is, I'm so fitting for this. Why wouldn't I? I was 23, 24 and I was running the camera for like a Ford commercial and they didn't like the guy or see somebody, you know, something happened where he, he cut his hair or did something. And then, um, they're like, well, why don't we have Bo do it? And I was like, okay, sure. And then all of a sudden I got the, like months later, I kept getting all these checks in and I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. So I just decided, I just, cause I don't care. Have you done Home Depot? Wait, yeah, I've done, I've done, I've done so many. I've like really done so many. Dude, commercial oh, money all is so good. Yeah, I did do home. You know, it's funny for the first nine months, almost year that I was with Stas, I kept telling her that I was traveling around, um, to do, uh, local locals castings, <laughs> but I was like, I went to, yeah, I went to Florida and Vancouver and Palm Springs and, and you Denver. You started your relationship do, off with lies. I did. Well, <gasps> she, I've talked about it on her, on her old podcast. <laughs> okay. I was like, yes, I did. I'm like, I just didn't want you to know. It's something I did just, you know. But I did find an old one that I posted on a story when I uh, I did a Garnier one and I for hair and it was during football se uh, Super Bowl and I was like oh my god I love that one that. and I was like I have to post that it's so stupid it was good it was silly no I was I love that one it was funny are you gonna do more Chef Boardie is there more <sighs> Chef Boardie I want please to do more. I do it's so good. I, I keep going back to it and I look at it and I saw like I stopped back in July COVID made literally made me so freaking depressed same. And I'm like, I just don't feel excited. I don't feel fun. I don't feel like, Hey, it, making a silly. It sucks because like, we feel video. like we have all this time. We're at home. We have nothing but time, but it's like, I've felt so uninspired. So like bummed out 
like it's I'm sorry it's, it's a bummer that's what's days. going back to our mindset from what we were talking about earlier we got to focus on the positive but it's so fucking hard and I think it's okay I think it's okay because what happens is I, I start to get really down on myself like I've been telling Tom I'm just like I just get in these like funks for days where I just am like so uninspired I don't want to do anything I have just like so much anxiety just like piled up inside of me that I just don't accomplish Same. anything. Same. Just, I've been, I've been just randomly, um, not since, not so much since Hartford came around, but uh, maybe a month ago, but I've been crying a lot. Like I'll just literally just break out and like cry, especially I freaking hate my iPhone where it shows you like this year, these photos, you know, those breakdown, like, can I, I don't know how to turn that shit off, but like when I turn on my phone and I see like old photos of traveling and friends and just, like I start crying. Like I really start crying. I have so much fear of the future. I have so much fear of, you know, if I'm going to be a good dad, I know I'm going to be a good dad, but like how I'm going to take care of my daughter, you know, what's going on. Cause work has been slow because of COVID. Cause I there's not many things that are being cast. So I'm, you know, I'm stressing out and I, I literally, I broken down. I'm crying. Like I, I would, I don't think I could ever take medicine to make myself feel better, you know, but it's definitely been tough. It's definitely been tough. Well, if it makes you feel better, you're not alone. And actually it's probably be- like, I feel like I wish I could cry. I think that would like help me release <laughs> the, the, what's like inside of me because it's just, I've, I've gotten to the point where I just, I can't, I don't even have the energy to cry. It does feel good. I do have to tell you that it does feel good. Do you know, like, one time I was like looking for a movie that I know would make me cry to release it. Like I was like wanting to make myself cry. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm a sick individual. But no, there's yeah. no, I, hey, if you need to find something like that, do it. I mean, I, it's like, I just look at like, you know, friends' pictures that passed away and that would like knock me out in a second. Yeah. But, but I um, did do the thing where I went and decided to look through my phone. I don't know. I, I, I chose 2018 to go from January to December and just like look through my pictures. And I was like, wow, like that was so much fun. And I looked through this year and it's like me sitting on my couch. <laughs> I know. It's like screenshots of shit. That's it. Like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. And it's like, I feel like I would do better with a little more like of a busy schedule doing, having less time to do things. I would get them done. If that makes sense. You know, right now having more time. No. Uh-uh. Cause you're like, well, what would I, what are we going to do after that? Oh wait, there's still more stuff, but uh, maybe I'll just watch television and then. Maybe I'll just do nothing instead because I can't even picture myself doing anything right now. Wow, we're really That's what I'm saying. It's the warm I feel like we just have to stop. It's so oh, hard. Wow. It's so hard, I feel like, to like to talk about, you know, how people are doing, especially on a podcast. Like, so how have you been doing like the last year? And when it's like this is so I feel like if we were in a, another area of the US where it wasn't it's not so bad and things are open, we probably wouldn't be having, you know, this kind of like to, like so womp womp but do you want to be in an area where it's more open well that's what i'm saying the reason why it's more open is because there's less cases that's that's the that's okay. the reason of it but because of la there were more people in like invading the hospitals which is why it was higher up there's more smaller towns even like mid-sized cities that are open because there's not that many cases so i can yeah. understand that if i fact. could go to a little town somewhere well, it's just, you know, you would even Orange County, it's like they, the more of their places were open because they had, I know they had they less. They didn't really, they didn't have less cases. Yes, they did. I've, really? I read that they had so many less cases, which is why, no that's why ma- I was like. No one wears masks on Because, right yeah, hundred percent. I would totally wear it, but that's, that's because they were all, you know, like, well, there's, there's less cases. 
anyways, moving yeah, on. Yeah, let's stop talking about COVID. Fucking COVID. I feel like we're getting on the other side of it, hopefully, with the vaccine rolling out, even as Well, hey, Dolly Parton got hers, so I'm I'm ready. Yep, I'm ready too. They're opening it up to the food and ag- agricultural people, so I feel like it's coming along. I'm I'm ready. Whenever anyone wants, they can put it in my eyeball if they want. I don't care. I'm ready. <laughs> Give it to me now. There's I'll so many people. Are like, I don't know if I want to get it. Well, get get out of my way. Do get you know the fuck out of my Gates way. Put a tracker in it. <laughs> I just heard that. Today. I have an iPhone. <laughs> I have an iPhone. There's like literally satellites. Like, what, know, do you think I'm know. worried about someone following our me? Is, our phone is also listening. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't. I'm not doing anything interesting enough for people. They can. Definitely they can not. watch me. I'm on a reality TV show. I'm <laughs> literally not concerned with what people watching me. Have you I'm seen um, season two? <laughs> I don't know. I was just saying, <laughs> like, I've, I haven't done it. Well, I did do something to help manage my stress. I got a massage and it did Ooh. help. I help, I felt like it helped massage out a lot of my worries and woes. I highly recommend. Wow. I, do yeah. that. I was scared too. So I just bought a, like a lot of like m- machines that massage that it's just not as good. Get a, get a massage. Yeah, I know I should. And I need like a manicure and a pedicure. Like oh, a nice my, foot rub. my, my hobbit feet have not seen any. <laughs> I was looking down, but you got socks. I, on. Yeah. I have been wearing socks. <laughs> I've fully committed to this. They're not, they're not bad. I've been, I've been like trimming my toenails and stuff, but they haven't been like painted or like they're fine. But like, I would like to get a, a pedicure one of these days soon, but get a massage. I have Tom learn how to do it. Are you kidding me? No. Well, I mean, we have time. <laughs> No, <laughs> I cut his hair and dyed his hair for like a solid, like four months. I know it was all I'm, plum. It was, it was orange. It was eggplant. It eggplant, was, that's what it was. It was, yeah. Then it had like blue. It was so, it was just reminded me of so like 1995. It, like he was a like skater the, boy. Yeah. He was my, my high school crush there for a little while. It was super cute. We're going to wrap this up, but I want to end this with the rage text of the day. Who's your rage text of the day or what is your rage text of the day, Bo? Freaking mom shamers who message mm. me to tell my wife how to f- fucking like how to breastfeed and, and, and that shit. You awful, awful women. And remember I said, I stopped reading the DMS, but then <laughs> yeah. I'll get, I'll just have like a, maybe a midnight cocktail. Then I'm like, I'll just look at it once. I got strength. I got a little liquid courage and then I'll read that shit. And then it doesn't make me sad. It pisses me off. And I'm like, did you not see that commercial on the Golden Globes? Did you not see the mom shaming is so fucking awful and disgusting and rude? And how dare you? Yeah, fuck off. Unless you ask, don't offer your unsolicited opinions. Right. There's so much. If you're trying so to be helpful, to you're not. You're being offensive. Okay. My raise checks is gonna go. This was. This is a bit of a blanket statement. But it's something that's been on my mind for a little while. I can't stand liars. I fucking hate liars. Why are you looking at me like I that? I just told you I'm not looking liar. at you. I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh. I'm talking to you. And I'm, I'm like, wondering if you're going to agree with me. I fucking hate liars. I don't like people that aren't honest about things. I don't care if, I don't care if you're not hurting anyone. I don't care if it's, you know, innocent. Don't fucking lie, bro. <laughs> do you have a, do you have an exclamation point or an emoji after that? What would be the emoji? <laughs> it's a laugh emoji. I don't know. It just makes me feel uncomfortable when people lie to me. It's like, why do you have to lie? It's like, we all know that you're lying. 
that kind of thing or just like, just stop. I just don't like liars. Yeah. That's all. I'd probably put that emoji, like the smile with like the, the sweat teardrop. Like, <laughs> can I do the, <laughs> like I'm the, to... uh, sh- the, the Italian, the, do they have that? The, the little hand that's like, yeah, yeah. Do they have that? Some people think it's a chef kiss, but I think it's the like, like fangulo. Fangulo. <laughs> I don't even know how to say that. Why are you lying? <laughs> Why the fuck you lying? Okay. So hopefully there'll be some chef bar D coming in the future, but is there anything else you want to share? Yeah. So, uh, Stas and I, we started a new podcast. It's called the good, the bad, the baby, a little spinoff of my name, but, um, yeah, it's a new, it's a new podcast. We're on Patreon. It's that it's a subscription based podcast. It's basically us, you know, talking about what we're going through. You know what I mean? It's like we have videos and, you know, photos that we're not doing on Instagram. It's mainly focused on that. But uh, it's been fun because we're still figuring this shit out. We're still trying to figure out how to be a mom, how to be a dad and you know, and parents and everything. So, Oh, my God. That's yeah. so exciting. Are you going to be releasing episodes weekly or is it like all the contents up and available now? Everything's going to be up in a month. So like we would put up all the content every month. Oh. So, but or not like all at once, but yeah, weekly, so weekly. What's available like now for people to go see? Now we have two podcasts up right now, two or three podcasts up right now. And we have two videos. We have um, the birthing video and all the stuff. Oh and you know, the first uh, like, you know, week free during the pregnancy and everything. Oh so that's there. And uh, you just have to check it out. You'll see, you'll see this some surprises. So is it, you go to the Patreon like dot com or how do you? How do you- yeah, Patreon. Patreon. It's like um, I don't even know because I haven't even like gone to it. Um, but yeah, Patreon dot com, and then you type in the good, the bad, the baby, and okay. then you hit subscribe. Or go I to have, your or, or just go, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's posted and- on it's posted <laughs> on our Instagram. That's probably just the easiest way. Okay, amazing. So yeah, I mean, we're not on a reality That's show so anymore, exciting. so we might as well just show I'm some so fun excited. stuff. I watched the birthing video and it. I cried. I cried. It's so special. It is. So I cried too. Y'all it's still like, oh. need to go and subscribe to that immediately. Thank you all for listening. Until next week, be kind to yourselves. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review. Follow along on social at Music Kills Kate and tune in next week for an all new episode.